Beautiful people of the internet, welcome to the BRB AOK podcast. I am your humble producer, Boston. Joining us here in the studio, um, we're going to try something a little uh, interesting here. Uh, Scott, sadly, uh, is has been sick, so we've uh, worked out with ChatGPI and API MidJourney and some other AI stuff to build uh, Scott AI. Oh. And so we're going to have him do the next quote. So uh, I am Scott. Uh, I am yes. Scott. Yeah, yes, you are. I'm the time being. Bing. Time being. Oh, shit. Scott. So far, he's way Uh-oh. better. Uh, um, <laughs> I have noted three dams, four hills, 16 cases of sectional window, a reference to self-abuse, two veiled remarks about network presidents, and a joke about the son of God. God. Son of God. <laughs> uh, oh, no. Uh, he's, he's, he's found my journal. Shit. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, cut this off. I'm cut the time being. Scott, cut. no, no, no. Abort. No. Abort. abort. Oh. Oh, Wait, are we allowed to abort in Tennessee? <laughs> <laughs> We saw that one to term. Okay. Uh, well, and that being said, uh, we can't wait till Scott it feels better and comes yeah. back to us. Yes, I can. Yeah. Uh, also joining us, uh, Jamie Skull. Hello. Hello, hello. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> not I another, like how... Not another uh, one. You can tell what decade we grew up in because all our AIs sound like mech syndrome. <laughs> and of course, our illustrious host, Mr. Ryan Shipley. Yes, and thank you for playing... <laughs> worst song of 2010 but the third best selling song of 2010 Hey Soul Sister by Train <laughs> okay <laughs> oh god that song I... Yeah, here's the I top don't... five of that year number five was <laughs> OMG by Usher that sounds about right uh, four California Girls by Girls. Katy Perry uh, three was Hey Soul Sister I feel like Casey Kasem right now. Two was Need You Now by Lady Antebellum, who changed their name, I guess, a few years later. (laughs) Yep. Um, (laughs) And number one, TikTok by Kesha. Well, um, I wish you had said that in case Casey Kasem's voice. (laughs) Oh, God. Top five of 2010. Quick quick impersonation. Yeah. Uh, I'm Casey Kasem, and next (laughs) is a song (laughs) that... Okay. (laughs) I'm Casey Kasem. This is Casey Kasem counting down the new year with you. It's Tuesday, February 20th. <laughs> oh, man, Scoob, I don't know about this. <laughs> Was it Casey Kasem that they did that thing where somebody got really mad at him, so they, his one of his producers got mad at him and had a thing where he screamed during one of those, uh, you know where he would do like the, sh- the special request songs? He goes... Don't go into something upbeat when I'm talking about a fucking dog dies. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't remember. If he, I, I've. I've heard. I've heard legends of that, but I've, I don't. Uh, I will. I will. I will attempt to look it up uh, here in a second. That's I, funny. I feel like I have heard something like that about him. My fucking dog died again. Juilliard acting. We have somebody else in this room tonight. It's a birthday boy. This episode, he'll be a day past his new birthday. How old are you becoming, Mike? 21. 21. Okay. 21. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. 21 Absolutely. in a day. Yes. Well, no. It'll be it'll be 49. 49. Yeah. I, who knows? I don't know where it went. It's so crazy that we're all going to turn 50 next year. It doesn't feel like it to you. I'm I mean, not. my body kind of does, but my mind does not. I feel I'm going like to be 47 this year. You're just a young yeah. chicken. <laughs> <laughs> a young spring chicken. That's the word I was looking for. A young chicken. I was like, young chicken doesn't uh, make sense. No, because that's what you call them when they're... Uh, they're, uh, they're like a fresh in the grocery store when you get a, gr- a cook to cook a chicken. Yeah. You go get a young chicken. Oh, bring me a young chicken. <laughs> <laughs> but because it's your birthday and, you know, the most of the year we're mean to you, Mike, we're no. going to let you be a part of our taste test tonight. Dun, dun, dun. Test plural. 
We are first going to taste the new Oreo. Well, I am an Oreo man. Space Jam? Oh, I've seen Space these. Dunk. They're cosmic. Yeah, now here's something fun. I like when they do this. Five galactic designs and cosmic cream with popping candy. Popping oh, candy. no. Pop rocks and an Oreo? Yeah. Yep. Right. Uh, oh, they see, look cool. I like milk one. with Oreos, but I don't really think I want uh, milk with pop rocks. Kim, yeah, I don't know about milk with pop rocks. So we, yeah. uh, Kim actually found a... Do, do you know what Pocky is? No. Yes. Uh, They're cookie sticks covered in chocolate, and sometimes they have a bunch of different flavors. Looks I mean, like, they, not sometimes they have a bunch of different flavors. There was there was one that we found where it was it was uh, pop rocks and the chocolate with the pocky stick, and it was just ooh, it was bizarre. <laughs> They're good. Um, well, we should have do a taste test with some random pocky sticks. Let's do that next time. Yeah, that's a good um, idea. Because I I can I know that I can find any you can find tons of flavors at an Asian supermarket. Let's do too. it. Yes, you're on it. Um, <laughs> Who did everybody get? What did everybody get on their Oreo? I got a telescope. I got a rocket ship. Whoa. I have an astronaut helmet. Whoa. I got a star. Oh, nice. Well, they're all different. That's cool. That's that awesome. Cool. All right. Going in. Huh. Hmm. Well, it tastes like a regular Oreo, and I don't have any Pop Rock sensation. Yeah, I'm not feeling the Pop Rock yet. I don't know how you could. Wait a minute. I got I one. I think they're, they're crushed up in it. Very, yeah. It's slight. I thought the the little. I thought there's a decoration in the middle that was a pop rock, but it is apparently just more the cream filling. Yeah. It's very light on the pop rock, but it's still an Oreo. And it's really pretty because it's the filling is pink and purple. Or yes, blue, blue, blue. pink and blue. Well, a bit dark in the side corner of the room. <laughs> yeah. I get a little extra crunchiness in the teeth. There, but not really the pop rock sensation. Oh, hold on, oh. I just ate a piece of the filling by itself, and I definitely got it. You got the pop rock, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah, no, there it is. I got it. Yeah. Oh, yep, there's a. Do you mean also right it's there. like a nostalgia thing? Like we think about when we were kids and we do the pop rocks, and in our it was just all party in our mouth the whole time. Oh yeah, Ooh. I love pop Maybe rocks. Maybe it's always yeah. him. Loved him. Um, right. Okay, it's an Oreo, so Oreos will never be dead. Right. Oreos right. are amazing. <laughs> That's pretty tasty. Except probably the Swedish fish one. That's I've never had that one. <laughs> it's always at the store. Always at the store. Um, I want to insert this, a... Um, eight AI Scots <laughs> Well, as far as an Oreo goes, and as a cookie, I would say I, I would rate a regular Oreo about about an 8 out of 10. Okay. So I would probably just keep with that, with this one. Okay. It's maybe an 8.5 because I, I like the funny eight and designs and, and colors. Spots. Yeah. Okay. Boston. I'm gonna stick with eight as well because I do want to. I do want to see what this looks like in milk one day. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll build tonight sometime. Who knows? Who knows? Who has milk? Of course, now I just want to. I want to enter. Uh, just insert a clip from the uh, Brandon Lee Mulligan Oreo CEO <laughs> sketch. That's good. That's good. It's like guys, we j- we make Oreos. Why? Why are you even showing up for work? We we won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We did it. Yeah, Kyle. They taste like Oreos. And Mike. So for me, you know, Oreo, 10 out of 10 cookie. If you're talking about a cookie, a glass of milk, boom. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna bring this one down. I'm going to go one notch higher. I'm going to go nine just because I think the gimmick doesn't really do anything. And the extra texture and the Pop Rock's not really selling me too much. But uh, nine, I mean. Yeah, it's a good presentation. Yeah. Oh, it is. It's a good presentation. It is. Yeah, yeah it, could be, it could be fun for like a specific party. Yeah. Like if it's... I were into marketing, I'd be like 10 out of 10. But yeah. yeah. Um, our second thing, so... This is the first time in years that Coca-Cola is doing this. 
as you, as everybody knows, like for the last few years, they've done like the special flavor, mm -hmm. like once every four months or so. Mm -hmm. This is the first new flavor that's going straight to the market as a as a mainstay. All right. It's oh, not, oh it's not like a limited edition. It's oh, wow. going to be a mainstay. And I'm going to let you both decide. Uh, do you want to try the regular Coke flavor or the Coke Zero flavor? Regular. Regular. Okay. All right, good. That's more cool. Zero for me. Uh, <laughs> now I'm worried though. Is this coat gonna like activate the embedded pop rocks in my teeth now and explode Ooh. my teeth? Oh, that's gonna be cool, like Manchurian candidate cookies. Um, <laughs> and just in time for Dune, Coke Zero spiced. Coke spiced. Ooh, spiced. So I will let you pour some for yourself. Yeah, that's a very uh, go, broad term. There's a lot, lots of spices here in the world. Go. What is this spice? Yeah. Is it? So I think that is Dune movie is going to be the first movie in a very long time that I'm going to go see in a theater. Interesting. Dune 2. Mm. Oh my God, it smells weird. Was it, I'm just going to say like, that right off the cuff. Is it like a rum and coke without the alcohol? Without the rum? It's raspberry it's spiced. Raspberry? Raspberry's not a spice. Is it? It's a fruit. It's not a spice. Hello? Am I alone here? I don't know. No, no, you're, you're right. <laughs> raspberry's not a spice. I was going to ask AI Scott to look that up. Look at have to turn it. We're gonna have to turn it back on, and who knows? It might just take over the whole PC here. I don't know. I think AI Scott could be dangerous. Blending the. I've got this, the yeah, sound the, of the coke. The bur a burst yes. of refreshing notes from raspberry and spiced flavors. Yeah. See, like what is <sighs> an ingredient is supposed to tell you what's in it? Help. What's in the spice? Me, the mom. mystery spice. Help me, mom. Uh oh, you got it all crooked. Yeah. Maybe I'm overthinking this. Maybe this is actually the spice from Dune, and it needs no further explanation. Oh. Um, I can't say oh, that it, uh, it smells foams, very appealing. It foams very fast. No, it does not. Oh, and God, the Coke Zero version smells like medicine. <laughs> so does, so does this It smells about the same. Yep, they smell about the same. Also, I'm going to go into this saying I'm not, I'm not a fan of Coke. I don't like Coke. Are you a Pepsi? I'm, I don't like soda. Okay. I will occasionally smart, have smart. a Dr. Pepper or a Cherry Coke. Okay. So... If I like cherry coke, I might like raspberry coke. So we'll see. This lid is never going back on. Because of it. Hand me that bottle. You just poke it down. <laughs> I am bad with puzzles, guys. I give up. <laughs> if I'm playing a video game and I see a puzzle, I'm pausing that shit oh, and going to use it. What was that? I saw. I saw uh... Puzzles are my favorite. <laughs> All right. All right. Spice Coke Zero, spice, and regular Coke spice. Go down. There's the raspberry. Yeah. Oh, there's the time and space. Yep, it was doing spice. <laughs> it tastes better than it smells. It tastes yeah. a lot better than it smells. It's similar to cherry coke to me. It is a little bit. It's definitely raspberry. It's pretty much raspberry coke instead of cherry coke. Yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 I can, I can do that. And it's they, not bad. and they decided not bad. to do this because like this is supposed to be like the new trend right now is spiced, spicy raspberry. Well, interesting. Yeah. What, what's the deal with raspberries? People want to make them blue. People want to make them spicy. Just let them be raspberries. Right. I like Wasn't your Seinfeld that... bit there. Hey. <laughs> Since I'm the one, the only one rating the Coke Zero version, I'll go seven and a half AI Scots. So, I'm going to rate it out of a ten of the flavor of Coke because okay. I don't. If I was going to rate it as a beverage, it would be like a two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But out of a Coke flavor, or for a Coke flavor, I would say it's a 7.5. Okay. AI Scots. Ooh. Yep. Boston. I must not fear. Fear is the mind killer. Fear is the little death that brings total obliteration. 
I will face my fear. I will permit it to pass over me and through me. And when it has gone past, I will turn the inner eye to see its path. And when the fear is gone, there will be nothing. Only I will remain. Uh, set seven out of ten. Oh my god, it's AI Boston! How does birthday Mike rate it? Well, um, I do like Cherry Coke quite a bit. If I'm going to get a soda these days, it's probably going to be Cherry Coke. Um, although I don't know that I would get this very frequently. Maybe once every couple of months I might come across it. Maybe I'll grab one. I don't know. I'm going to go I'm gonna go with the seven AI Scots. Okay. Seven AI Scots. That, the raspberry's fine. It just doesn't seem... I don't know if it meshes well with the Coke enough to really come back too many times. Yeah, like times the cherry it. has more of a pop. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cherry is something I can be like, I feel like a cherry Coke. I don't know if I'm going to be like, I really want raspberry right now. <laughs> it doesn't quite get to the medicine-y flavor that it smells like, but maybe a tinge of it's still there. Yeah. So, I don't know. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I was worried when I smelled it. Here, will you, will yeah. you leave? Will you take this out? Please? Leave? What do you mean leave? Do yeah. I, have to, I don't have to leave. Oh, yeah. You need to so, get uh, that. No, <laughs> so, now, Mike, now that we've been nice to you, okay, good, now yeah. that I'm, we've shown you the in. hand, now we got to show you the fist. Oh, what? No. I, I hope just, that's a saying. Don't, I'm in don't the show fist, tonight. Please don't fist Mike. I'm <laughs> fisting him. <laughs> 49. <laughs> um, so, you've already dragged in the time, the vault. And tonight, yeah, we're but, closing down the decade, 2010. Right. So, this is it, right? Last is, time. Yeah, this is Last it. We can't birthday. put anything else in this vault. Yes, no more. <laughs> Unfortunately, what? starting in March, we're going to go into the 90s. So we're going to need oh. a new vault. Oh, it's going to be heavier, though, because it's a lot more yeah. stuff in it. Yeah. That's so, so somebody strange. else is going to be drunk. No, no, it's still you, because oh. this is tradition, Mike. It, oh. Well, it'll be lighter at first, because it'll be empty. Yeah. It'll just yeah, yeah. yeah there, there. but no no because I I I've, I'm using a denser alloy. Oh okay. <laughs> oh come on. That makes sense. <laughs> yes. Actually, from the planet Dune. I thought you were. <laughs> I thought you were trying to save money on this one. No Shit. no this is I spent it all on Oreos, Coke Zeros, <laughs> and a new vault. Fine. But I won't ask you to get the fuck out. Because <laughs> it's your birthday. Oh well, thanks. I will say instead, Mike. Yeah. Oh yes, I get to stay this time. No. I uh, want you to leave, but because it's your birthday and I will be nice to you once a year, why don't you go play some Baldur's Gate 3? Uh, oh, the best game of the year. My, my one time of video games for the year? Yep. Yes. <laughs> yes. You're probably going to use that whole time selecting your character. Yeah, I'll build a character and then I'll <laughs> yes. start the game next year. It's yes. your birthday treat. Yes. Yay. Thanks, guys. Bye. <laughs> Bye. That's the funniest thing. Like we used to, um, with my brothers, they would get the um, SmackDown games and we would usually go, okay, we're going to play SmackDown tonight. And then um, we would spend the whole time creating our characters and then have to wait till the next time we do it. <laughs> because, you know, on the SmackDown games, they go far in there. You can, like, oh, um, not only create your character, you can create your finishing move. Oh, it's crazy nowadays. Like, you can like create your, a whole your program. Yeah. Like, you can have a whole, ca- a whole career hmm. in the games now. Yeah, are you guys going to get, I guess you'll get. We always get them, yeah. We Even the dark year when it was really bad. We didn't get that one. Okay, good. You were. <laughs> yeah, I think no. it was 2022. We were, yep. we yeah. passed on that one. Yep. But. That was uh, no or no. It's not. Uh, 2021 was, was the failure. They didn't, do, they didn't do one in 22. Okay, yeah. Because we were actually the, in the old uh, the actual the student when we were still a part of the huge show. <laughs> that that, that was sh- that shall not be named. Yeah, we watched the videos and then we're just cracking up. Um, 2023 oh, so was so good that we were or had such great reviews that we decided to get that one and we have barely played it but it's really good yeah uh, mike ah. lent me the um the one i think the ray mysterio one which was their comeback year when they started getting good again 
And I think that whole following one person's career is kind of a cool idea. Yeah. And I guess this one, it's going to be following 40, rest, 40 years of WrestleMania. Mm, that's awesome. Yeah. I, mm. I bet at the 40th, before you get to play as Cody versus Roman Reigns, The Rock will come out and go, sorry, no. <laughs> but this is cool. We're, we're finally closing this vault down for the aughts. For the, mm-hmm. it, that's the way to... Per, Right, the odds is that what everybody? That's how they say it. I believe so. Okay, and Jamie, um, we were we were torn. We were trying to figure out what is considered a decade. Is it two thousand to two thousand nine, or is it two thousand one to two thousand ten? And you pulled up the Farmer's Almanac. Yep, and it said that officially, it's um, the first year is the first, so two thousand one. Damn right, tenth is. is the last of that decade so 2010 so which year do we sacrifice 30 virgins to get a good <laughs> i didn't read that far into okay it. That's, <laughs> that's in the back side back um but yeah so we're going to close this down the plan now is what what we're going to do after this is over i'm going to go back in pick every winner for like the movies the tv and the games and over the next couple of months we're going to narrow that down to one official movie tv show and video game of two th- of the the aughts. Yeah, that's awesome. I Ooh. like it. Feelings are going to get hurt. Yep. But so are gonna... we going to have Mike drag in that aughts vault and then take everything out of it and then just yeah, put he's gonna the have top to like, three in? Yep, he's going to have to. We're gonna <laughs> After have all that up. work? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So it's going to be fun for Mike. His back is probably going to go out. <sighs> it seems like when you get into your late 40s is when stuff really starts to fall apart. Oh, yeah. We are well aware. Yeah. <laughs> I lost a tooth back here. And I still have no idea how. <laughs> I broke a tooth eating a salad like 10 years ago. Did you? Yeah. Those things are dangerous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I guess when you think about it, it's like, it, it, it's weird knowing like the, I don't know, uh, Boston's the young one here. Apparently. But like we're in three years, the three of us that are in the, we're in this room are going to be 50. Mm-hmm. There was this, there's this lady, I, I, I'm very inspired. I think Alex Stokes is going to actually, is starting to do something like this too. We're three and a half years for me. Three and a half years? <laughs> Dang it. Um, so she she was actually turning 60, and she was like, in this next decade from 60 to 70, I want to try new experiences. So she sent an email out to all of her friends and said, hey, can I come visit you? I can pay for everything. I just want to have experiences with my friends. You know, That's a really these. cool idea. And so she basically wrote a book about all the adventures that she went on. I love like that. Like to see people that she's not seen in years. I love that. Yeah, it's very cool. And I think Alex is going to start doing something like that in his 50s. I think he just started his, a new page called What Is Alex Stokes Doing? Awesome. And I think it's kind of like what he's going to do. So, yeah, I think it's cool. I love that idea. Yeah. It's a really good idea. We'll start at the top here because Scott, not the AI Scott, which I can't really tell so, the difference. So, just to touch again on the da, turning da, da, 50 da, da, thing. Da. Yeah. Like Mike just said a little bit ago, he's turning 50 next year, so a year from now. And we are planning a trip to Disney World. Nice. Yep. Take yeah. me because I'm 50 next year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, it's going to be so expensive. I'm dreading the expense part. But yeah. I haven't been since I was 16 and he's never been. And, of course, they've got Star Wars Galaxy's Edge there now. And, mm. and we're going to die of happiness, I think. Yeah. So. <laughs> and, um, unless we're gonna, be- and we're going to get married. So that'll be our honeymoon. <gasps> I mean, yeah. what, a, what a way to go. We're gonna, oh, you're going to get married at Disney? I haven't gotten that far into it. I think okay. well, I think we might just get married sooner than that at just the courthouse and okay. then have that be our honeymoon. Aww. 
Get married on the podcast. We might, we, maybe. We're, we're good. <laughs> do we have a justice? Of, do we know somebody that can marry anybody? I know a couple of people, actually. Uh, yeah, I, I, do. Know, I yeah. love you. But no, I mean, it's it's probably going to be, you know, it's going to be expensive. But unless you believe in reincarnation, you only turn 50 once. Yeah, it's going to be so much fun and worth so, it. It'll be worth it. Yeah, I think so. Uh, so I did ask real Scott um, what he wanted to put in the vault. So we'll go ahead and put his things in the vault. We'll do it by segment. Okay. Uh, so his video game, really good game. I've never played it, but I hear it's super good. I think Fallout New Vegas. <laughs> That's the Obsidian <laughs> one, right? Yes, that was uh, that was the Obsidian one. Um, the one that uh, some of the more hardcore, hardcore Fallout fans <laughs> refer to as Fallout 3. Okay. And then refer to Fallout 3 as Fallout Washington. Interesting. Okay. Uh, so Obsidian was made up of the people that uh, that were from Black Isle that did the stuff for Fallout 1 and 2. So Fallout New Vegas was sort of their, their chance to actually wrap up everything that they had wanted to do in Fallout 1 and 2. As well as the cancelled Fallout Van Buren, which was supposed to also be set there in that area before Activision sold the property to Bethesda. And wow, I'm nerding out right now. I'm so sorry. Um, but <laughs> there's uh, a reason Scott predicted that you would be uh, mad that he. No, I was. If, if, if he didn't do it, I was going to do it. Because yeah. uh, New Vegas doesn't really do much new as far as me- like system mechanics. Yeah. Because it really is just running on the Fallout 3 engine. Yep. But they do take it to, uh, for one, uh, did you know that Fallout Three doesn't actually have iron sights? Oh, okay. Where, you, where, where when you zoom in, when you when you zo- aim with yeah, your character, down the barrel. yeah, it doesn't look down the barrel. It just zooms in a little. <laughs> really? Uh, so Fallout New Vegas actually added the iron sights. Uh, they took out the karma. Si- you can you there is a karma system, but it's less important than uh, which factions did you help or which factions did you piss off. Mm-hmm. Which you know more relevant to a story. Yeah. So they they made a much more like interactive experience than go find your dad so you think scott was right to put this in the vault god damn right he was okay. <laughs> nice. i mean uh, yeah, yeah 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 all maybe. right so sure. we'll go two rounds and then we'll put something in the vault okay um i'll go first uh this game is the only time ever where i was ranked in the top 10 on an xbox leaderboard oh really i was number nine and everybody else was cheaters they had <laughs> scores that i can't see how they could do it the game was pac-man championship edition dx Ooh. Oh, yeah. So the game would be like a normal... It would start as a normal Pac-Man, but once you get all the pellets, you basically would then transfer to the next board and start combos. There would be ghost trains that would follow you, and by the end of it, you just become one with the game. It's like Tron. You just get into this vibe where people would be watching me play and go, Ryan, are you okay? Because I would be just... That's amazing. ...focusing on that game. Like, I was entering the Matrix... It's super good. They did another one like a few years later, and for some reason they changed it, and it doesn't. It did not hold up. Mm. I hate when they do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boston, because we already got uh, New Vegas in there, and I already ranted about it. I'll talk about another one that came out that year uh, that was very influential to that style of game, uh, Metro Twenty Thirty Three. Okay, first person, right? It's first person. And it did something that was really interesting as far as a mechanic where you can find garbage ammunition and most of the ammunition you're going to find is like recased, reshelled stuff that people have, you know, handmade. But you can find new bullets, like nice new bullets. Now, you can load them into your weapon and do more damage to your enemies mm-hmm. or you can use them as currency. Oh, 
to buy better upgrades for your your weapons. Okay. They're that uh, sought after. So yeah. almost like the, the bottle caps and Fallout. But it's you have to make that choice of like, do do I use the the better the better ammunition or do I uh, use it to uh, to buy other things? Yeah, and it's interesting, Jamie, because like these games, like the Metro games, if you ever decide you want to play them, they're always on sale for like <laughs> two three dollars yeah. for the really? entire trilogy. They're good. But, I like first-person yeah. shooters, so. and it's set in like Russia, right? Uh, it is. It, it, it's set in tunnels, Russia. tunnels under Russia. And although I, I know that some people gripe about the third game, because um, the first two you pretty much stay in the tunnels for ninety percent of it, ten percent you go on land, and it's like just a toxic wasteland that you have to like manage for a bit. But then in the third one, they're like, "Oh, by the way, um, we're going to go to this one part where everything above ground's fine." No, oh. I mean like there's still. With yeah, explosion yeah, yeah. stuff, but like there's no toxic yeah. radiation that's immediately killing you. Yeah. So you can go just run around on the top for a bit. And they're like, oh, somebody got tired of being beaten out by the other open world games. <laughs> yeah, I think I've bought them now for three different systems and never played them. But they were so cheap. I was like, yep. I have to get these. <laughs> that's uh, funny. Jamie. So I've got a little story with this one. I have not actually played this game, but I played its predecessor. And I read that this is identical to its predecessor. And that's Super Mario Galaxy 2. Yes. And I got a fun story about that. When I was 11, um, Super Mario 2 came out. The the original Super Mario Bros. 2 came out. And I absolutely loved the Mario Bros. games. And I loved that one. Totally different from... That's a whole different story, but totally different from the first one. Loved it. So it gave me the idea for a third Super Mario game. And I wrote to Nintendo. You wrote to Nintendo? I wrote to Nintendo. Aww. And my idea was Super Mario Galaxy. Really? It was. I said, I wanted you... I said, I think it would be great to have Mario going from planet to planet. Yeah. And whatever else it said. I wish yeah. I still had a copy of that letter, but I'd sent them my original copy. But they wrote me back and they said, thank you for your ideas. We always like to hear the ideas really? from our fans. Yep. Miyamoto, I never got credit for that game. Miyamoto, you better not be listening to this episode because we're coming after you. But, yep, I, I had the idea. At 11 years old, in 1988, I had the idea for Super Mario Galaxy. And then I, I will not let I will not live it down. Like, that's my... I'm sure that 20,000 no, no, awesome. other kids wrote in for that that's same idea. That's cool that they wrote that They, wrote they did back. write... I still have that letter. That's they, awesome. The, Nintendo that's wrote me back, and I still have that letter. Yeah. yeah. I would it's say... It's a cute letter. <laughs> if you ever get a chance to play Galaxy 2, definitely... I loved Galaxy 1. Um, it was a really good game. I don't know if it's if it's findable right now because they did like a few years ago they brought out that mario collection that had galaxy one mario 64 and mario sunshine yeah but for some reason nintendo didn't put galaxy 2 See, i didn't even until i looked at the lists of games for this year i didn't even know there was a galaxy 2 but it's good yeah galaxy 2 they take everything from the first one and improve on it okay well it was a great game so i can imagine it would be yeah awesome they're they're both phenomenal cool all right for my second game i'm gonna pick another platformer this one, a little bit more extreme and very, very hard. Super Meat Boy. Okay, I've heard. Oh. I've always heard about this game, but I, I don't think I've ever played it, and it sounds really weird. <laughs> so every stage is like one, one screen, right? And you're this little meat blob that's mm-hmm. trying to get your girlfriend Bandage Girl. She's a band. She's made out of band aids. That's really weird. From Doctor Fetus. Um, okay. And each stage, you'll die a lot. The oh, yeah. controls are are really, really precise, but the platform you have to do is insane, and every time when you beat the game, it'll then show you all your deaths. Oh wow! <laughs> it'll just lay out all these meat boys That's showing all the cool. ways you die, and each level starts 
like they open into a video game. You, you know, like the classic Street Fighter where he punches the person, then the camera pans up to mm-hmm. the logo. They do that where Meat Boy punches every level, Doctor Fetus, which oh, is wow. a, a baby in a robot with a top hat, and then it pans <laughs> up to the uh, to the logo. That's great. This was this was the year this was the year of the indies because mm. one of the ones I wanted to talk about was Limbo. Okay, which is one of the other big indies that hit that year. That was a and another interesting spin on the two D side scroller because it yeah. was a lot more it was a lot more physics based. Yep. But then you had to actually like take into consideration your surroundings and everything. It was a real it was it was real it was a real trip it was a real trip for the time okay. time frame. I think they we've recently purchased this game in the it's past so couple good. years and it is awesome. Yeah. Yep. Unless like, you like unless you hate spiders. I was talking about puzzly games earlier. Yeah. I love puzzly games. Yeah. And I I haven't finished this game, but I did start playing it, and it's creepy, and it's really fun. It's, really fun. It's got the neatest achievements in it. There's only ten achievements, but the ten achievements like the are trophies. Yeah, they're 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 uh, around like Easter eggs, right? One of them will be you have to knock this Easter this egg into uh, like a pipe, and one level. And then five levels later, you have to be at the certain part. So when the egg falls out of the pipe, you catch it. Oh, wow. Yeah. I love stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, they have have made three games now. This one, um, Inside. Inside. And Cocoon. Oh, cool. Oh, that's right. They did do Cocoon. And all three are phenomenal games. Yeah. yeah. I need to go back and revisit that game and pick up where I left off because I like really enjoyed it. So I don't know if it's available for the Switch, but you might be able to get on the Steam Deck. Last year, do you know, uh, you're familiar with Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine? Love yes. that game! So, last year, uh, the team behind Super Meat Boy released uh, Dr. Fetus's Mean Meat Machine. <laughs> oh. Really? And it is, it is, uh, it is a, their, their take on that same style of uh, game. That's awesome. fun. But you have to, like, there, there's actually points where as you're dropping the the meats or beans or whatever, yeah. you have to also avoid like saw blades and other shit that's popping up. Oh, that's place. awesome! So, I would love that game so much. That's super. That's cool. right up my alley. Was Limbo your second pick? Oh yeah, that's what I was gonna. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jamie, it is now. Unfortunately, I was same as my norm previous answers. Not playing a lot of games that came out around this time, but I did play Rock Band Three. So, as always, the Rock Band games are good. Yep. And also Gran Turismo 5. I, those are probably the only two games I actually played that came out that year. But um, those are going to be my second sort of picks. Because okay. they're just classic versions of those games. And yeah. always, always fun to play. Do you so, want to pick one of them and then do the other one as a vault? No. I've got another one for the Oh, vault. okay. They're both really good games. Um, I love... I just don't have a lot to say because they're yeah. there's nothing special about them. Yeah. They're just... Good. The, I think the, there is something special about the Rock series Band. about the, well about the series. Yeah, yeah there's yeah, something yeah. special about the series. But yeah. I have mentioned Rock Band before and Grand Turismo. I mean, they're 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 yeah. like continuations of a thing. Yeah, yeah, no. Which uh, you know, a lot of video games are for this year actually. Yeah, <laughs> solid picks. But yeah, for my second picks, I'm just going to say both of those were the only games that I actually played that came out that year. And I'm going to make this easy because Limbo is the game that I'm putting in the vault. Oh, that's cool. I had already planned. I was oh, like, all right. Fair yeah, enough. Fair enough. Yeah. I, I love Limbo. The only yeah. other one I was thinking of maybe would have been... Don't uh, say it. Somebody else might want to pick uh, it. We'll wait till it's over. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. You are definitely becoming a good producer. <laughs> yeah, you're you're, <laughs> you're knowing. Okay. Uh, Boston. Uh, well, since, since uh, New Vegas has been chosen by Scott, uh, this allows me to go for a dark horse that... Is definitely one of those cult classic games that people have talked about. 
it's, it's definitely one of those games that you want to just like learn about and see, like learn from it, but don't actually play it. Oh my god, don't play <laughs> it. Uh, Deadly Premonition. Oh yes, <clears throat> which is really funny because also Alan Wake came out this year, but I would much rather put Deadly Premonition in the vault because it was such a bizarre take on a third-person shooter yep. as well as you know the, the detective aspects of it and the heavily Twin Peaks-inspired yep. uh, storyline. Although I really wish if they ever did a remaster, they would just fix the gas system in your car because uh-huh. that was something that apparently was just absolutely uh, a deal breaker for a lot of people. Yep. It's like, oh, the gas runs out of my car almost instantaneously, and then I have to walk to the next location until I find gas. Yep. Fuck that. Uh, for people, did you know how everybody likes like B movies? Like when it comes to horror movies, you like B movies. Mm-hmm. I love the B movie. Deadly Premonition is the textbook definition of like a B movie level game. Okay. Um, where it's purposely bad and purposefully um, obscure. Like you're never. Uh, he's always talking to someone named Zach, who you never meet or see mm-hmm. or it's Zach Morris <laughs> <laughs> Zach Morris sucks <laughs> right. uh, it's totally fascinating but what's going on Zach Morris is garbage that's a good thing to put in a vault that's it I don't think it's going to make our uh, when we get down to the best game of the decade probably but not. it's a good choice Jamie so this game is a sequel to one of my favorite games I've ever played and I remember talking about last episode that we did the vault of 2009 i believe it was it might have been a different one but when i was talking about assassin's creed and the we had the playstation 3 that i was in the middle of that game and it shit the bed yeah the first one of this game i was at the very end of when that happened literally i had probably had 10 minutes of gameplay left i was at the very end and that game was bioshock Okay. And so I'm going to put Bioshock 2 in the vault. Even though I've yeah. never played it, it's a game that I definitely want to play. Um, I haven't gotten over the heartbreak of not being able to yep. watch the finish the end of that Bioshock game because I that game affected me emotionally throughout that whole... Oh. And I absolutely adored that game. And so I would have definitely straight up gone to play the second one if that had not happened. Yeah. But I had to take a break from oh, that. No, I get and it. it's actually I would like to go back and play Bioshock just to finish it one day but you should I probably yeah, yeah. I, but I really love the, the first one and I'm just gonna go ahead and put the second one in the vault for that reason now um Kevin Le, Ken Levine's next game the guy did Bioshock 1 in I don't think he did 2 it's no, called two, Judas uh, 2 was a different 2 was a different team and Judas looks like a spiritual successor to <laughs> yes. Bioshock okay very, and very it's not much out so. yet it's coming it's not out, out uh they did a uh PlayStation did a um a, a thing like a couple weeks ago like a state of play and they revealed uh, the first footage of Judas. And I okay. love, and I love how they're like, I love how they're like, and this is totally not Bioshock, okay, guys? It's yeah. not Bioshock. Look at the trailer; it's fucking Bioshock. It's Bioshock. It's yeah, Bioshock. Um, yeah, that's funny. So now we're going to movies. Uh, 2010. Oh my God, some wow. bangers. Uh, my first one is going to be the debut of Mystique, the second Mystique, uh, Jennifer Lawrence. It's called Winter's Bone. Oh, um, that's right. It's set in, it's a basically unflinching Ozark mountain girl hacks through dangerous social terrain as she hunts down her drug dealing father while trying to keep her family intact. Hmm. It's got like a really good actress, a Knoxville actress, Del oh, Dickey. Yeah. Oh yeah, Del Dickey. Del Dickey. She's a really great character actress. She plays such a good character in this, but it's the debut of Jennifer Lawrence. That's cool. I love her. She is fantastic. This, By the way, her new movie, which is a, like a comedy, like a sex comedy, where she gets hired by these parents to take this kid's, this 19-year-old's virginity because she's trying to raise money to Jennifer save Jennifer Lawrence? Yeah. It's 
hysterical. It's on Netflix, and she is she's a funny actress. But Winter's Bone is so good. Okay, uh, Boston. Um, there were a lot of fucking options. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I was amazed by Frozen. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, so sorry, not not the Disney movie. That wasn't that year. <laughs> it was a it was some it was some really B list three uh, thriller that was also called Frozen. Oh, that movie's fucking terrifying. <laughs> so the premise of that Frozen is people get stuck on a ski lift. Oh gosh! Wait, really? Overnight. Oh shit! And they can't jump. <clears throat> they're too far up to jump. Plus, there's wolves down there anyway. Oh my god! <laughs> it's like that. Oh, movie. is it? The, oh, that. Okay. Yeah. I've heard of that one. I didn't. I didn't oh, it's wow. the open water of ski lift. Oh, yeah. I, no. Wow. I grabbed that. I grabbed that just because I saw the name of. It. I forgot. I forgot that was the. Yeah. Fucking, oh. Oh, it's wow. terrifying. Okay. Um. Well, uh, I'm gonna go with one that I actually. I, I didn't I did not watch it the year it came out. Okay. But it was a real fun watch when I got to it. Monsters, which was, um, it's a it was a it was a good like, uh, don't show, uh, don't show the monster type movie. Okay. Where there's clearly a threat, but you they don't make it, you know they they, they, they use just enough, uh, CGI and, and and practical effects just outside of your field of view, to really notice it, where it's. A journalist and I can't remember what the other character is. They're trying to get back to America, but they have to go up the coast because going on foot puts them through an area that effectively got hit by kaiju. Oh, <laughs> type. Now I don't know if it's necessarily kaiju. I think they it. It seemed more like maybe uh, a, a like a freaks or something like that. Yeah, or yeah, it, yeah. But a, a a monstrous infestation happened. Yeah, and so they have to go through a, a war zone that happened that was between humans and monsters. Okay, and there's definitely some monsters. I'm still vaguely remaining. seeing the poster of this in my head. Yeah, no, the the the, the poster went around. It's like I, I remember that. Again, it was very. There's a lot of storytelling done in just those like yeah, little yeah, yeah. scenes that you you get. And that's kind of brilliant. Like somebody that probably had a low budget and was like, "Hey, I want to do a kaiju kaiju movie." Do it this way. Yeah, that's smart. Uh, Jamie. Uh, for my first pick, I'm going to pick uh, such a fun movie, Kick-Ass. Nice. Oh, yes. yes. Based on a comic book that is by one of my favorite creators, Mark Millar. I have, actually, I've never read the comic book, but um, the, the movie, well, I saw the movie before, and it was just yeah. just a fun like, superhero movie, yeah. really. Hit Girl it's, is it's great. A lot, it's Hit a lot Girl more brutal. Uh, the comic's a lot more brutal, and sadly... I loved I loved Kickass as a movie up until the very end when mm-hmm. he actually he when when he when he gets the girl at the end of the movie mm-hmm. I was very disappointed by that. Oh really? Yeah, because in the comic in the comic <laughs> she calls him out for being like, "Why did you lie to me this whole fucking time, you piece of shit?" Oh, and then sends oh, him yeah. pic- sends him pictures of her sucking off her boyfriend. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, the ending <laughs> of the which, book is hard. She then, yeah, the, 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 well, the, the I book, did not read the book, read the book, but the I book was much it. cruder. Yeah. Okay, uh, but then and which again, that's is why Mark I think Millar. the movie probably did because it wasn't as cynical as, as Mark Millar's book was. That makes sense. It was um, still kind of dark. This is though. true. It was. Yeah. Um, Mark Millar and I aren't on speaking terms right now. He blocked me on. <laughs> <laughs> are you serious he blocked me on twitter why uh because like a couple months ago somebody had brought out a video saying oh this stuff is like um comics are getting too woke and everything and mark millar kind of agreed with it oh and then ethan van skyer who's a real dirt bag came into the thing and i mentioned to mark i said hey don't join comic skate don't become a comic skater i love your work too much and he blocked me oh. 
So, well, but I still, I still love, I love Mark. Millar, I'm sorry, and I think he's, I think he just was having a bad day. Mm-hmm. But I like his work. And did you read his last big thing, Big Game? No. Where it was like, you should definitely, if you like the character of Kick Ass, because the whole thing is like it uses every character that Mark Millar has ever created. Oh, cool. To tell this story. I usually try to get his new stuff. Sometimes it slips past me, yeah. and because there's so much I'll out there. I'll bring him next time. Okay, and he he um, puts out so much content so but, I, yeah. it does some of it slips through my fingers but i try to get his new stuff every but time since, i see because they're always shorter runs five yeah or six yeah, yeah. this one is five issues yeah but it mainly focuses on kick-ass and hit girl and you finally get to see kick-ass become the hero he wants to be oh that's cool yeah. okay and it's a, it's actually for because we were talking about how cynical his writing can be it's the less the the last issue it's the least cynical thing he's ever written. That's cool. Yeah, it's it's fun. Mark Millar, I love you. Bring bring me back. Um, <laughs> my uh, next one, it's not going in the vault, but when I heard about this movie, when it first came out, I was like, this sounds so dumb, but I love the writer Aaron Sorkin, and I love the director David Fincher, and this is also the first time that Trent Reznor did uh, the soundtrack for a movie, uh, The Social Network. Mm. Okay. The story about Mark Zuckerberg uh, stealing the idea of Facebook. Oh from shit! Okay. The Winkle, uh, and you also get the—it's the first time you see Andrew Garfield in a movie. Okay. And I was watching a movie going, because he's the guy that truly gets screwed over by Zuckerberg, and you're like, this guy is totally Peter Parker. Mm. He can be, really? Yeah. I hated him as Spider-Man. I liked the Spider-Man. I hated he was Peter too Parker. But yeah, because he was too pretty. Too pretty. But yeah, it's a fantastic movie. It's unreal to take a movie about the the build up of Facebook mm-hmm. and turn it into this just incredible tense. Film. I've always heard it was a good movie. I have not seen it, but I've heard great things about that movie. Always, always remember there was a video game about t- uh, slingshotting birds into pigs, and it became a billion dollar industry. So mm-hmm. anything's possible. Anything's possible. Anything is possible. <laughs> anything is possible. <laughs> Which is why uh, the next next one I want to talk about is rubber. <laughs> oh, rubber! Rubber. I don't I don't want to put it in the vault. I've got a better better option for the vault, but rubber. It is literally a movie about a homicidal tire. Yes. Okay. So, I was like, I know I've heard of this movie. I have not seen it, but yeah. I definitely remember hearing about that. It's just it is just it's just. So you basically see the tire, and the camera kind of shakes a bit to let you know the can the tire is using its. It's psychic, psychic abilities. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And people die. Yeah. It's like, and it doesn't show you yeah. how, I don't think it shows you how the tire gets its psychic powers. They nope. don't care about that. They just nope. want you to see a, a tire rolling around killing people. That is yep. so funny. Yeah. The funny thing is, um, I'm, right now I'm kind of in a spiritual weird place right now. But back in 2011 when I started getting back into religion, my friends, we hung out one night. I was like, we got to watch this movie Rubber because I've seen this video, this trailer, and I think it looks hysterical. And we sat there and watched that whole film and like going, this probably works better when you're high. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's a fantastic movie. Such a great idea. Uh, Jamie. My next pick is going to be a movie I also mentioned on my last or our last episode because it was the first movie I saw in 3D. And that was How to Train Your Dragon. Okay. And uh-huh. it's, it, I loved it so much. It Because I, first of all, I love dragons and fantasy. Yeah. So, it, and I saw it with my kids and it was all of our first 3D movie and we had just such a great experience and um, it's such a cute story. It's just a really cute story and the animation is really great in that movie. Yeah. So. That's still one of my favorite movies of all time, mainly because, because I, 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 that was one of the, I, I was sitting with it the entire time. I'm like, this is really good. I really like the story. I like the idea. I like everything that's storytelling about it. And then when uh, when when Hiccup goes down and that that final that final fight, 
there was a part of me that was like, okay, yeah, they're going to, they're going to do this, but of course he's not dead. Everything's <laughs> fine. Whatever. They, they, they don't, they don't have the balls to actually you know, do something about it. And then, and then when he was like, eh, well, most of them's here. Like, <laughs> wait, wait, what? And then when they, they showed the, 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 the prosthetic at the end of the movie, yes. I was, I, I was screaming with joy. It Me was too. so good. I was so happy. I was like, yes. They didn't just like, yeah, brush it off or just be like, you know, oh, no, he was fine. Everything <laughs> was fine. Yeah, exactly. Like, no, it, d- this was war. Yeah. You got hurt. It was really And it's cool. okay to then come back with, you know, are you? Uh, God damn, it's a good. Are movie. you too? Because you seem like both of you are trained in dragon stands. Are you excited or nervous about the live action? So, sadly, I have never seen anything about it after that. Yeah, I've, okay. I've only seen the first movie. I've never seen the second or any other things that came out of that. I think which I would probably actually out? really like. Yeah, I think there's three. Yeah, I think oh, there's fuck. at least two. And I know there's, there's a, a TV show. And there's a some and yeah, there's a whole oh. bunch of stuff that to do with that. And oh. I have only seen hmm. the first movie and I should go and like seek out all the other things and watch them because I really and well, did enjoy that first movie. I've seen movie the first much. two. Well, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. The, are you talking about the the, the animated series? Yeah, how to yeah. turn your dragon. Okay, so they have not released the live action one. That's yet. what I'm saying. Are you guys excited about it? Okay, no, so I have they not are heard, releasing I did, a I've only action? heard they're about it a, today. Yeah, they're doing a they're doing a live action version. I did of not know that. I, did I only heard that. about that just now from you. Oh, um, it sounds fun though. I mean, I would definitely give it a try because depending on how it looks, you know, how, how the dragons look and stuff. Two is two is okay. Three, I haven't seen three, and I've seen some of the show. They did they did okay. 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 It, was, it was a TV budget, not a movie budget, so. But it's they animated did, did also. Yes. So Gerard Butler is play, is reprising his role <laughs> say, as Hiccup's father. Okay. Um, better. The kid is going to be played by a kid that was in this movie called The Black Phone. <gasps> really. And uh, the girl is going to be Nico Parker from The Last of Us. She's the one that plays Joel's daughter. I haven't in seen the any of the show. Oh, okay. Unfortunately. Okay. 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 I'm so. real behind on that because Michael still hasn't f- finished the first game. Come on, Michael. <laughs> so. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, they don't have any more I of the cast. I should just watch it by myself. I say how it oh, America Ferrera and Jonah Hill and uh, is also going to be in it. Oh, wow. Okay. So right now, um, they don't yeah. have... Wait, that's for the show. No, they haven't said yet when it's going to come out, but okay. yep, they're making huh. it. Well, right. that's cool. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, so what's I, going in your vault? Yeah, this is hard because there's four that I really want to put well, in this vault. Don't pick the one that a, I'm going to pick. And I can make an <laughs> argument for all of them. I'll, first, I'll say what Scott was going to put in. Oh, yeah. uh, Scott was going to put in Inception. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. Sure. Yep. Yeah. Great movie. Yes. Yeah. Awesome movie. Uh, so good. Uh, maybe Nolan's best. It's it's up there. It was a movie that I watched by myself when I was single and I was renting um, DVDs from Netflix when Netflix was in its <laughs> early days. And and I rented that movie and I loved it so much that I think I watched it two more times before I sent that DVD back by myself. Oh wow! And because I, I figured it out, like at the end of the movie, I got it. Like everything, yeah. everything cl- like clicked okay. for me, and that's why I loved it so much. And so then. I wanted to watch it a sec. I think I'd maybe just watch it a second time okay. because it's a heavy movie, and it, just because I loved it so much, and I wanted to see everything play out, knowing what yeah. it was. At how the do end. you how do you read the end of the movie? Do you read that he is that he's in real world or that he's in because you know the spinning the spinning top right? Yeah, yeah they, they leave it. Yeah. They leave it. They leave it vague. I, I I would honestly have to go back and rewatch it again okay. in order to give that opinion because it's been so long. 
It's been 13 years. I don't years. think it matters. I think he's. I think it's a dark ending. I, I, I think it's up to the person's... It is. Per, each individual's... Yeah, because he's not come out and said... It's just like Tarantino and the and the uh, briefcase in Pulp Fiction. Yeah. yeah. He's never yeah. going to say what it was in there. Anticip- and the anticipation. The anticipation's way more fun. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. Was, I had that, had that Coco. I guarantee whatever is whatever is in here or whatever you think is in here is far greater than anything that is in here. Yeah. Brevity is the king of anticipation. Um, <laughs> mine, I love heist films. Yeah. And this one super surprised me because I didn't know how Ben Affleck was going to be as a director because I saw this before I saw Gone Girl, but The Town. Oh, okay. It's basic okay. about a group of thieves that are robbing a bank. Things become uh, be, uh, get complicated from that. Super good movie shows that Ben Affleck is just a, an amazing director. Hey, and if and if a whole heist can go down with Boston accents, that's amazing. Yes. That's impressive. Get in the car. We gotta go far. <laughs> the town is fantastic, and I love Ben Affleck. So yep. that's a that's a movie I haven't seen, but I might have to watch it because that sounds good. It's so good. Uh, Boston. I'm glad I'm glad people love Ben, ben Affleck, but I, I thought he was an okay Batman. I thought he was an okay he Batman. He got stuck in bad news. I like him in a lot of other things, like yep. Kevin Smith. He was the movies. bomb. In, he was the bomb in Phantoms. But Affleck was the bomb in Phantoms. Word, bitch. Phantoms like a motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> yes. So part of me, part of me was originally going to do uh, Rubbers because it was so batshit crazy. Uh, also, wanted me to want to do the Crazies because it was weird. Oh, Crazies is so good with uh, Timothy Oliphant. Yep. Yep. Car wash sequence. But uh, I'm going to go with one. It's it's hands, you know, which I, uh, again, as you, as you were talking about earlier, uh, knowing my religious preferences, mm-hmm. it is hilarious that I'm choosing this book or this movie, uh, Book of Eli. Oh, yes. Because I I genuinely love the the audio of it. Yeah. Because if, if you if you don't know the seek, if you don't know the twist. You just think it's like, oh, that's really good, really good audio. And then when you find the twist, you're like, that makes sense. Okay. Can I uh, uh, can I reveal something embarrassing? Sure. I saw the movie, and when I left the movie, I didn't. I never. The twist never. It never clicked. Connected with me until I was talking to some friend at work, and they said, "Isn't that crazy that he's blind?" <laughs> yeah. I was like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> yep. And then it, it was like that scene in the movie where, like, suddenly you realize the truth, and all these. Flashbacks start happening. I'm going, oh my god, okay. Yep, that's yeah. uh, like the the gun the gunfight. You can watch that entire movie and go divine. You know, because he was trying to save the day, divine intervention kept him alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or as they they drop throughout hints, he he cleans his gun every night. Yeah, he makes sure that his gun is ready to work when he needs it. Yep. The rest of those dudes don't put that much effort in, so they're not going to be as accurate. Yep. And also in the gunfight, he only returns fire. Yeah. Yeah, no. I I get it now. Yeah. Boston, but when I watched that movie, um, I have Jamie. My opinions. I'm so glad nobody picked it because I wanted to put Tron Legacy in the vault. Okay, are you a big fan oh, of the Tron t- movies? Damn, I was when I was a kid. I remember that movie as a kid and I loved it and I hadn't really seen the original since I was a kid. But when this one came out, I was super excited about it. Yep. And I absolutely loved it. And Daft Punk is one of my favorite bands. It's actually my favorite band of I, all time. Yeah, and so I, I that, love their soundtrack. I wore that. that soundtrack out. Oh, it's yeah. so good. It's so good. Yeah, I, and, I broke the um, CD wearing it out. And, and the visuals and the uh, everything they do for that movie with the, the bikes and everything, like the yeah. different colors. It's so good. I just, and I love the story. But yeah, the story is great. I love it. It's a great 
like long awaited sequel to yeah. the first one and everything about it is I think, I think there's a well new done. one coming out this year and there's an anime oh, cool. on Max HBO Max yes. yeah weird yes. uh, my roommate dug it yeah so Chipotle. now we'll do TV shows and like I always do TV shows we'll do one round and then what we're gonna put in the vault so I like the Gilmore Girls oh yeah Lauren Graham I love her right yep so in 2010 the show started called Parenthood it's based on the movie from the early 90s at Lauren Graham Peter Krause from Six Feet Under, Greg T. Nelson. Okay. And Egg from Arrested Development. <laughs> Have you ever watched Arrested Development? Yes. I love it. Yes. Okay. Uh, George <laughs> Michael's girlfriend. Not his cousin that he was in love with, but his actual girlfriend yeah. on the show. And it's basically just the life of this family. And there's an episode in the second season where Egg, I forgot her name on the show, is she almost dies. And her father, her grandfather, Greg T. Nelson, takes her to where the car's at. And she's had this rough time. She's just been dealing with a lot of stuff, right? And he basically talks about how he fought in Vietnam and he came home so he could have his son that became her father. And he's talking about all this stuff. And it's like how you can't take this from me. Like oh, basically, wow. yeah. It's I'm getting kind of teared up. Yeah, that's episode. very heavy. Um, but it was such a well written, well acted, well directed show. I I truly love it. Um, I don't know what's it on, but if you'd like Gilmore Girls or any of those like family dramas like that. Seek it out because it's good television. How many seasons is it? Five. 103 episodes. Okay. Yep. Hmm, uh, that sounds good. Yeah. Sorry. That's okay. Hey, I cry on here like nine <laughs> times every epi- yeah. each episode. So. Oh, that scene is so good. Um, Boston. I really, see, again, I really like talking about just weird shit that, uh, that hasn't, other people don't talk about much. That's what we love So you. I'm going to go with a little show called Haven. Okay. Uh, it's a sci-fi channel show. It's one of the sci-fi originals. Uh, and it was really good because it was it was sort of that honestly it reminded me the, the story wise it reminded me of Static Shock yeah where it was like something re, or even actually Control uh, the video game Control yeah 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 something happened in this small town and a handful of kids got weird fucking abilities and now they are coming back together to figure out what the fuck happened mm. and save the day and get laid along the way. So it was because uh, I think that was also during the time when yeah the, the CW and other thing else was trying to like make make everything sexier. It was definitely in that that line of things. Yeah, and it got it looks like it got a good run, uh, like quite a, like a seventy eight episodes. So mm-hmm. that's a good run. Uh, it Jamie. sounds cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to pick Adventure Time. Oh yes, because it is such a so- weird, hilarious cartoon. Um, that my kids were super into, and I hadn't actually sat down and watched an episode when they were into it um, for a long time, and I just kept thinking, that show is so weird. And then one day I was sitting down watching it, and I don't know if you guys have watched it, but there's this one episode with this, there's a character on the show called Tree Trunks. (laughs) And by the way, her history is fucking epic and hilarious but it was the first episode i ever watched and it was this episode where she's trying to find this apple or something in this forest she's she's trying to find this magic apple or something oh, or a gem that looks like an apple something like that uh, I think. yeah because the- she bakes apple pies and so and she's an elephant she's a little old lady but an elephant and so finn and jake are going with her throughout this adventurous dark horror forest where they have to fight and save her life over and over again and she finally gets to the the apple or whatever it is she's looking at or looking for and she's like, oh, finally, I've found the apple. And she's all excited about it. And she takes a bite and then explodes. Oh, And wow. it's the funniest shit. I okay. laughed so hard. My kids had already watched that episode. Yeah, yeah, and they yeah. just looked at me like I was yeah. really weird. But because I was sitting on the couch with them. And I remember just dying laughing at that. I, and then from then on, I just started watching it and became a huge fan because it was so awesome. And it's just 
so cute and funny. I love the characters. I love uh, it. So you- Princess Bubblegum and Marceline. <sighs> like, I love them so much. Now, they've just done, like, some kind of sequel or spinoff. I, I'm not that, sure about that because I definitely fell off of it. Well, there, there were there were the spinoffs. Uh, there were the HBO Max spinoffs. Yeah. And then there was Fiona and Cake. That's the one. Oh, Fiona the, and Cake. Yeah, yeah, that just came out recently. Um, yeah. I haven't watched it. By the way, a lot of episodes. I've never seen this, but I may have to start 289 episodes. Fiona yeah. and Cake. So my friend... Wait, no. I don't know of Adventure Time. Okay. Original. Oh, it's... Have you never <laughs> seen it? I've never seen <gasps> it. It's so uh, but good. But I know of... His name is Finn, right? Finn is the boy, yep. and Jake is his dog. And I know Jake because he's a dog, so he's come across my radar. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. that makes sense. So my friend... Um, and there's an Ice King? Yeah, there's an Ice King and a Princess Bubblegum. Voiced by, voiced by Tom Kenny. And Marceline mm. is like a dark, gothic, princessy type character. Which I Vampire. Still... I think she's a vampire. Uh, so so fun fun fact, because they, they, they address this later on. She is a vampire, but she is uh, part demon. Okay. Okay. She's, she was she was born as part demon. She's a great and character. then got turned great into character. a vampire. And Finn is in love with Princess Bubblegum, but <laughs> there's a whole bunch. There's okay. a whole I mean, a whole lot of things. This. So oh. my a, a friend of mine, speaking of Fiona and Cake, I have a really good friend who has a daughter that she named Marceline after the character okay. of Marceline. Yeah. And she highly recommends Fiona and Cake as well. Once I get caught up on she Bob's said, Burger, yeah, yeah, get point. caught up on that. Watch Adventure yeah. Time, and then we'll all. Watch okay. Fiona and Cake and see what we think about. Nice, it. we'll do it. But yeah. yeah, Adventure Time is great. It it could go in the vault for me because it's so epically awesome as a, a cartoon. You know, it's rare you get a, a really good cartoon that both adults and children yeah, can enjoy. Yeah, I heard enjoy. it's very well written, and it's definitely one of those. Uh, my vault is Steve Buscemi uh, show Boardwalk Empire. Oh, oh God, I love yes. him, and I've not watched that. But so it's set during um, Prohibition, where they that's all- your vault pick, right? Yeah. Did you want to mention Scott's vault pick real oh, quick? Oh, let me do that first. And I'll, oh, actually, let me do mine, then I'll do his. Okay. But it's set Darian that where, like, they've outlawed alcohol, and it follows, like, uh, his character is named uh, Nucky Thomas, and he's not a character in history, but they th- start throwing in all the historical, like, Al Capone shows up, and it's so fantastic. It runs five years. At one point, behind the scenes, this one actor thought he was better than everybody else, and he was, like, throwing his weight around because he was, like, the second leading star of the show. They just kill him off. <laughs> and it's like one of the best episodes so ever. So is it set during Prohibition? Yeah, it's set oh, during okay, Prohibition. Okay. It follows that. It's got um, just a fantastic cast of uh, great actors. Uh, I Kelly love Steve McDonald, Buscemi. Michael Shannon. Oh, wow. Uh, is in it. His character's great. Uh, Shia Wigman. It's been in a ton of stuff recently. That's awesome. Oh, uh, this is also where the first appearance of Charlie Cox. Oh, really? Yeah, really? Charlie, okay. Yeah, Charlie Cox plays a hitman. I love um, him, too. Yeah, uh... There's one guy that plays a hitman that he went to. He was in World War One, and half his face gets blown off. So he's got one of those like plastic half faces. Oh, creepy! Um, yeah, Gretchen Maul was on it. Just a fantastic. But yeah, this is the first time I ever saw. Yeah, Charlie Cox's ah. Owens Leader. That was his first role. That's awesome. Um, but just a ton of really good actors. Uh, Boardwalk Empire. Cool. Yep. If you like The Sopranos, watch Boardwalk Empire. Boston. This may be a Controversial pick. Oh. Well, less controversial than Louie, which I was going to go with. Ooh. Uh, that was on my list. Was but also, Louie was good. Yeah, that's it was, why, it was that's really good. That's what frustrates good. me so it much was about Louie really C.K. Yeah. The episode where he dates the um, overweight comedian and she just holds that whole speech where she destroys him. Mm-hmm. And it's so well written. Mm-hmm. That show is so 
fucking uh, good. Uh, when Doug, Doug Stanhope played a suicidal friend. Yeah. Uh, any, of the, any of the points of him talking to his daughters. Yeah. This, yeah. Like, there were so many. So frustrates me how. So many good, yep. so many good quotable moments. Yeah. Uh, I was also going to think about Sherlock until uh, I watched H. Bomber Guy explain why Stephen Moffat can't write. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to go with one. Uh, are you familiar with uh, the Ricky Gervais show? Yes. Mm-hmm. So Ricky Gervais oh, is a piece of shit. Yep. It's fine. We understand. Yeah. Uh, poor, poor little cis boy. But they did a show with the, uh, taking his friend Carl Pilkington, <laughs> and they would send him on an adventure to different parts of the world. And just let him, just had a camera crew follow him. And it was some of the goddamn funniest material. he hated it. He hates traveling. And he's being forced to basically come outside of his comfort zone and do what Ricky Gervais and Stephen Graham tell him to do. Uh, And it's called An Idiot idiot Abroad. It is, uh, because the deal with Pilkington is that he is genuinely not slow. Slow is not the not the right term. He looks at the world with a very childlike wonder, like he has that that he, he has that innocence of like my my favorite still my favorite hands down is he go, he, he goes to some, somewhere in I think Cambodia, and he's staying with a traveling circus, and there's a pair of conjoined twins, and he's sitting there like chatting with everybody, and he just stops and looks at them, and is like, when it's your birthday, how do you hide the presents from the other one? <laughs> And I'm like, I would have never fucking thought to ask yeah, that. No, no, like, no, why no. would you? Yeah. But he has it's that childlike, that, yep. that childlike approach to things where he just, he just, bl- he just blurts out like, you're like, I would never. Uh, no, okay, yeah. no, that it's makes a, sense though. It's that, a yeah. fun. It's a travel. It's a fun travel log. It really is. Yeah. It really is a fun show. It's good. Jamie, but did you say what Scott was putting in? Oh yes. So Scott is putting in putting in something I would have put in if he didn't. Justified. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Timothy yeah. Oliphant right. and Walton Goggins. Chef's Kiss, one of the best shows of the two thousand, whatever that two thousand, whatever that decade is. This one I'm gonna fight for when we get into going for TV shows. Okay, Justified is solid. Television. I've always heard it was really good. I have so not freaking seen it. good. Walton Goggins is. This is how good his character is. So fun fact: in the first episode, right, the pilot, Walton Goggins' character gets killed. Okay, and they started showing the episode around to like test audiences, and test audiences really got into his character so they went back reshot the ending where you see walton goggins is on the uh, gurney but he's still alive okay and so they'd already filmed the la- the next five episodes so they filmed short little clips of him in the prison so that way he would still be on the show up till episode six which they then had him come in as a full cast member okay yeah uh, it's so good it's whew, it's good television that is good yep uh and what was yours so I I'm I'm gonna have to pick The Walking Dead. I oh, thought yeah. for sure that someone would pick that, but um, it was I had a backup. That's yeah. why I asked about Scott's pick because if he had picked it, I had a backup. Yeah, a Walking Dead series will still be running when the vault gets opened. Yeah, <laughs> probably. So I I I really loved that show. Um, yeah. I mean, spoiler alert, everybody's seen it, but there was the you know the point where Negan kills Glenn with the bat or whatever. Spoilers. I never have seen that episode because oh the night that it aired. I got spoiled by that on Facebook before I had a chance to watch it. And, and it was one of those show. stupid memes that was like, it was like something like, what's in your kid's lunchbox? And it was like, apple, milk, sandwich. Negan kills Glenn with a baseball bat. Mm, yep. <laughs> I was, I blocked yeah. that guy. I was so oh, yeah, fucking pissed. I was like, come oh, on. No, yeah. yeah. And so I never watched another episode ever yeah. again. Well, <laughs> funny enough, a lot of people, never again. that was their last episode because just the, 
the killing of Glenn was just too... Because they had done a thing a, a few episodes earlier where they faked well, it out. Well, I loved Glenn, too. Where yeah, they, they fake... looked where Glenn had, was underneath that dumpster, and everybody thought the zombies got him yeah. there. And so everybody had to think it out. And the people that read the comics had saw Abram gets a, a sniper rifle through the head, right? And another character took that fate. So then people go, okay... Abram's going to be the one that dies, and yeah. Glenn is Glenn's going to live. Yeah, and then Abram gets beat by the well, bat. Well, I probably then, if I hadn't gotten spoiled like that, I, yeah, I, I have never been so mad, and it's on the top moments of being oh, mad yeah, in no. my life. And the thing is, is that we were really caught up on it, and yeah. so we were going to watch that next episode that night, yeah. and we just watched it later than it came out, and it was literally like right before we were going to watch it. And we, so you and Mike both no, just no, he, the show. we weren't together then. Okay. We had what? not met. So yeah, we I was going to watch it that night, and um, I, I was like, you know what? Never again. So I never have gone back and watched it. I even liked the, what was the show that came out after the talking dead? Yeah, I even watched that. Yep. Yeah. Every, the, or I had never read the comic book okay. and I love that show so much that I had ended up going and buying the first, the first trade paperback, I guess yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. And I read it and it was, I, it was the exact same as the show. So I never it, read anymore. It really so if changed. I had read the, yeah. sh- if I'd read it first, I would have really appreciated how the show yeah made it the same the, but since i already watched the show there's no reason for me to go it goes it. in so many different directions after that's that what i did look. here the audience didn't feel that actress that played andrea so they basically switched her and carol because in the comic carol dies at the prison she oh. commits suicide she goes outside and there's like a zombie chained up and she hugs the zombie and lets oh, it kill her wow. andrea becomes rick's girlfriend um, for basically the the majority of the series. Like, oh wow! But Andrea on the show, I guess that actress was just unlikable. Mm-hmm. So they, <laughs> they put her. Really... So they stuck her with yeah. Negan. Before okay. we move on, I do have to ask one question: Was it the fact that they killed Glenn, or the brutality? It of was it? the fact that I got spoiled. So it was just the fact that uh, it was only that I got spoiled. Okay. I it. would have probably kept watching it regardless if I had been if I had watched that episode. I would have been sad about Glenn because I loved Glenn. The brutality doesn't bother me because I like brutalities. Yeah. Um, but I would have been sad, but I would have kept watching. But it was the fact that it got spoiled. I it, it, it put a bad taste in my mouth for it forever. But okay. Just because it got spoiled, not because of the show. I have that. I have the opposite. I can't when I start a show. I have to finish it. Even if it gets mm. really bad, and The Walking Dead did get bad, mm. um, so you I heard, I heard it did. Yeah. I actually heard it did get bad. So all right, so let's do a round of recommendations. Yeah, I. You want to recommend first? Me? Yeah, yeah. I've got a great one. Um, so we've got the PlayStation VR two, the virtual yeah. reality, and we've got a lot of good games for it. But recently here, Michael just on a whim bought a really pretty cheap game, and it's a mini golf game called Walkabout Mini Golf. Okay. And there's several courses, and you can actually purchase several more for like three dollars or something. Um, but it's it's each course is 18 holes, like standard golf or mini golf, yeah. and they're all themed in different ways. Like one set in space. Uh, I just recently bought one that's set in Alfheim, and um, is that where Alfheim, like the oh, wow. high elves, high, oh, okay. high elven world yeah. or whatever. And it's beautiful. It, well, it's kind of. It's not the most um, realistic looking game. It's very chunky as far as the graphics go. Yeah. But it is so much fun that I've been playing it so much that literally my thighs hurt because I'm in that golf stance like for hours yeah. playing the game in my living room. And each course has two settings. They have um, a daytime setting and a nighttime setting. And in the daytime setting, there's a lost ball that you can find on every hole. 
How and in the nighttime setting. Like every hole or every course? Every hole. So okay. a one through 18, you can find oh, a lost wow. ball. Only once. You can't find them a second time. But um, but then you collect all these balls to, to choose from yeah. that you can choose to play with. That's awesome. And then this, the nighttime course has um, clues that you can find. And they'll lead you to another clue. Okay. And you have to figure out what hole that next clue is on. Yeah. And at the end, when you solve all the clues, you get a new putter. That's awesome. And it's got cool music, and it's just really fun. You can actually play online with other people, which that's something I've always been scared to do with any game. I've never yeah, done that yeah, yeah. because I am always self-conscious. And I also, you know... Um, There's a lot of toxic I'm not, people like, too. Especially with like ba- like battle games. I'm not very good at those games yeah. to, to play with people online that are experts. But um, this one, I actually played online with a couple people the other night, and it was cute. It was fun. I'm I mean, not to play it here. No, you'd have to. You'll have to try. It. It's so okay. much fun, and it actually makes me want to go play mini golf in real life. So one day we're gonna we're gonna have to go do. Didn't that. we talk about that? We did talk okay. about that. We're yeah. gonna do that this summer. Okay, yeah, definitely. <laughs> or maybe happening. late spring when it's night. This is happening. Um. So, but yeah. So that's my recommendation. And you know what, Mike, you can come too. <laughs> Yep. Walk about mini golf. My recommendation. Know, that's a good pick. How Lawson, do, do you have your recommendation? Uh, yeah, huh. uh, I actually want to. Ref- I actually want to talk about one that just. I was. Pl- I played the demo last night and it just went live today. Uh, it is called Bellatro. B- I bought it. You bought. You bought it. I played the demo and I couldn't believe how fun it is. Yeah, uh, it's called Bellatro. Uh, or Bellatro. Yep. It is a roguelike. It is a roguelike poker game. Okay. And it's you can use tarot cards and other cards to boost cards in your deck to make them better, give more multipliers or more chips. Uh, you also can unlock a ridiculous amount of jokers that do different things and then you can like line them up and like the, the order that you put them in is important for, for for triggers and stuff. So there's like that magic the gathering aspect of like making sure you're sta- everything's stacked right. That sounds really fun. And then uh, I would probably like that game. Yeah, yeah but my, my problem was I got I got stuck on one with uh, the first one was like uh, every time you skip a blind, you, uh, you give you give you five bucks. Yeah. And so I just kept skipping all of them to get money. But then yeah. it wouldn't let me go to the shop before I went to the boss and I get my ass kicked. <laughs> I was like, so I was rich, but it didn't matter. No, it's one of those things where um, Steam usually does this once a year where they just put like hundreds of demos up. And there will be sites that will say, hey, these are the 10 you should try. Okay. And every single one of them had that game on their list. Oh, oh wow. wow. Um, it's on sale right now for 11 bucks. Okay. So I played a little bit of the demo and went, yeah, this could be a podcast listening game I could play. So I, I pulled the trigger. Good pick, Boston. Yeah. What um, about you, Ryan? Mine is going to be my friend, uh, Nathan. He uh, loves board games. He's the kind of guy that will always drag you to a place and will be patient with you and make you learn how to play the game to play them. I'm that kind of person, um, too. <laughs> and I think he works for a company that that's what they do. Uh, but he has just made his own game called Upshot. Which is a disc golf game. It's one that you can play oh, okay. at yeah. home. It's got like courses that you can do. And it's everything. like a disc golf board game. Yep. And he made it? Yes. Yeah, so oh, that's made so this. cool. Um, Shout out to Nathan. Yeah. So he's been, um, he loves frisbee golf. Thankfully, he's never tried to drag me out to do it because I, it's just too hot, bro. <laughs> but, uh, but he wanted to combine this game uh, and make this. So uh, yeah, so he's got the Kickstarter up right now. So the game is called Upshot, a disc golf game. I think that's how you'll be able to find it on Kickstarter. We can link it in the show notes too. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's got his dream. He's trying to get about 15000 to build everything. That's so cool. Yep, he's got about 5000 already. That's nice. Um, but yeah, it's it's always one of those things where I think you should always like support your friend's projects. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, this he's a really good dude. And uh, I'm just very, uh, very proud, proud of him. Oh, that's awesome. Well, yeah. good shout out. That's a good recommendation. We'll yeah. definitely put that in the show notes because that sounds like it would be fun. Yeah, I'll send you the link. Okay. All right. Well, um, Boston, I, I'm too. I can't never end anything. <laughs> That's what she said. But the vault, the vault is closed. We did it. We, we did closed it. the the aught vault. Yes. Aught vault. And now I gotta go and listen to every episode and find because, like a dumbass, I did not keep a spreadsheet. Well, oh. you ought you ought to have. Um, <laughs> Thank you so much, Internet, for coming out and joining us uh, for this episode of the BRBAFK Podcast. We've been here in the lovely Icon Studios, and uh, you've been there, and we will see you in the next episode. Good night. Happy Good birthday, night. Mike. Happy birthday, my love. Whee! Happy birthday, my love. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Big Bingy Theory, where I am coming in blind here. <laughs> I, uh, after a little bit of a brief hiatus uh, from the last episode, um, I honestly have no idea what to talk about. There's a lot that has happened uh, in terms of uh, watching movies and some games and I guess some movie trailers, too, but that's pretty much about it. Uh, so, um so yeah, uh, hmm, where to start? The Iron Claw movie was a uh, very, very well done, uh, tel- uh, well done, and uh, really good acted uh, story about the Von Erichs, and uh, it's very just it's it's tragic to see like how this family has gone through like terrible thing after another. Uh, really, if you're a wrestling fan, like this was this is definitely something you should check out, but. In all honesty, like the performances in themselves are worth the watch in and of itself, even even if you're not a wrestling fan. So, I say check that out. Uh, the Wonka musical was actually uh, not that bad. Um, I did see uh, the director's past uh, movies with Paddington one and two, and not even knowing a whole lot about Paddington, it is a very uh, very charming, cute family movie. So I can see why they wanted to have that same director come from Wonka. And it is pretty much like that. Uh, very whimsical, very funny, very uh, like heartfelt. Um, this, even though I think the songs are very much forgettable, I couldn't really tell you like one song name from that, from that entire movie. But other than that, I think it's a decent musical, uh, especially if you liked Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. I think this is definitely a good little double feature next to the Gene Wilder classic. Uh, Poor Things with Emma Stone was uh, very, very good. Uh, visually beautiful looking. Costume designs, very, like, just beautiful. Uh, cinematography, again, really good. Music is weirdly beautiful like everything about this movie i think is just beautiful uh the story in of itself might uh turn off a couple people uh but i uh in the end i looked at it as nothing but just a well acted well done movie um emma stone uh knocked it out of the park uh mark ruffalo probably gave it his gave his funniest performance i've ever seen from him and willem dafoe is 
you know, he's Willem Dafoe, but of course he's going to kick ass. So uh, I definitely recommend checking out Poor Things. And just because I'm a bit of a sadist when it comes to watching crappy movies, uh, yes, I did see Madam Web in the theater. And um, look, I, I, look I, I'm not going to be an already dead horse. Uh, you already know what I'm probably going to say about it. It's terrible. It really is. But it is so worth the watch, especially if you're into cringe movies. Like, this movie in and of itself is just cringe all around. And I'm not talking about, like, in terms of just, like, the performances or anything from the director. I'm not bashing on anybody that worked on this movie. Not at all. But I am bashing this movie just as a movie in and of itself. If you don't think about the actresses, if you don't think about the fact that there's actresses and actors in this movie, there's not a director, if you just put that all aside and look at the movie in and of itself it's bad Cassandra Webb is very unlikable in this and I honestly had no connection with her to see her go through to the very end and get her powers I just I didn't care so yeah but if you want to watch like like uh, if you want to watch it have like a bad movie night or something and you want to have friends over and some drinks yeah please go and watch it it is well worth the bad movie night uh, deals. <laughs> um, in terms of movie trailers, uh, the Borderlands trailer looked okay. Uh, it does give me uh, very Guardians of the Galaxy vibes, which could be a good thing or a bad thing. Mostly, it just it, I just kind of wish that some people would stop trying to mimic what James Gunn did successfully with Guardians of the Galaxy, and just you know, just stop dry humping him basically. But the movie in itself looks okay. It looks fine. Like, Kate Blanchett is, you know, she is awesome. She always is. Kevin Hart is Kevin Hart. Uh, Jack Black as Claptrap is, might be funny. Yeah, he might be in a good addition, though. I prefer, you know, the original voice actor, though I, I know he had a bit of a falling out with Gearbox, but that's another story. So I'm kind of cautiously looking forward to it. I'll, I'll, still, te I'll still check it out because I, I do like the video game series, so why not? Uh, Godzilla X-Con, the new Empire, uh, looks pretty awesome. Um, though I did, and uh, I did get to see Godzilla Minus One in theaters. Uh, well worth the watch. Uh, I was very happy to see it, like, uh, like a Japanese uh, Godzilla movie in the theaters with the subtitles and everything. It was, it was really good. But back to the new Empire, it looks fun. Um, I'm always up for another uh, clash between, like, two you know heavyweights and everything and them working together against a new threat should be interesting so uh yeah uh hopefully that will be decent um x-men 97 uh is really something that i'm looking forward to uh, especially since um as a kid i grew up uh, watching the uh the classic animated show uh and to see it continue uh these 20 some years later is going to be pretty awesome to see uh, the animation looks pretty good. I like the the fact that they're trying to mix like uh, some new animation with the old with the old school animation. I do enjoy it, and uh, I uh, I'm just yeah I'm just looking forward to feeling like I'm watching it again. Uh, but now I like now I'm like in my thirties. <laughs> and since I'm on the topic about mutants, uh, there's also the Deadpool and Wolverine trailer, which 
I mean, come on. Like I, I, I'm I'm so looking forward to this because I've liked the first two Deadpool movies. First one more than the second one. But uh, the fact that they're bringing back um, Hugh Jackman as Wolverine for one last uh, shot at uh, or one last role as Wolverine uh, is definitely going to be worth the watch because it's going to be funny to see Wolverine in a comedic light instead of a more serious light than he was in Logan. Uh, and of course, you know, Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool is always going to be freaking hilarious. So. Uh, yeah, I'm really interested to see what they're going to do with it, especially since now the TVA is, a, is uh, a thing with the movie now. And I guess to kind of end things on, like when it comes to trailers, uh, the Knuckles TV show looks pretty decent. Um, I did like Sonic the Hedgehog uh, 2, and Idris Elba's performance as Knuckles was really good. So uh, to see it continue more into a, uh, a streaming uh, show... And have it and have him be the main focus, which I think is definitely going to be good. And uh, I definitely can't wait to see Sonic uh, the Hedgehog three with Shadow the Hedgehog coming in. And I'm very curious to see who they're going to uh, cast as the voice for Shadow. And I guess uh, when it comes to video games, uh, not really much there. Uh, still working to get my PlayStation five. Fingers crossed. Hopefully it will be soon. Um, I uh, just finished uh, my uh, my playthrough of Onimusha Warlords, the uh, HD uh, upgrade upgrade version that came out on PlayStation 4. Um, Onimusha is one of my favorite um, Capcom franchises. Um, I like the second one just a little bit more, but my the, but my guilty pleasure has always been the third one. Um, because it not only has like time travel, but it also has like a Jean Renault, a uh, famous French actor coming into it, which I thought was just like mind blowing at the time. <laughs> um, great game still after all these years and uh, to play it again, uh, just feels like uh, just, just good old times. I'm in the process of uh, playing near replicant uh, right now. Uh, which is a prequel to uh, Nier Automata and was never released. Uh, it was only released in Japan up until some time ago when it came over here after the uh, the big success of Nier Automata here in America. Um, very interesting stuff. Uh, I'm very curious to see how this one's going to end up being like uh, how things go up from from this to uh, to Automata. Um, haven't gotten too far into it, but uh, the, the overall look and the story and uh, just the sheer what the fuckery was is is going to keep me strapped on for uh, the remaining times to see. So I'm uh, definitely looking forward to playing the rest of that. And um, uh, there's Foam Stars. Um, I got it for free because I'm a PlayStation Plus member. Um, it's a game. And it's a it, it exists. I, I pressed buttons to play it. Um Yeah, and that's all I gotta say about it. And I think that's all I got to say about uh what I've uh, been playing and uh watching recently. Um I plan to uh, see Dune Part two here pretty soon, so uh been uh, look forward to uh, my thoughts on that. And uh and as I said, my uh, my my continued quest to get to finally get a PlayStation Five is 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 coming. It, I know it is. I got a good feeling. So uh, 
yeah, uh, fingers crossed for good old Bingy here. So uh, that about wraps it up for me here. So uh, until next time, people, this is Bingy. Keep on keeping on.